Uh, you know, it's all, all about right. the single name Boom. shows. Single you name know. shows are in, are serious. Dave, w Wayne. What are some other ones? So um, we got Dave. We got Wayne. Uh, I I used to watch Empire. <laughs> I don't watch that anymore. Also, does uh, Fleabag count? I just Fleabag remembered counts. In, in in Dave. <laughs> it's like Wayne. What what other Wayne do you know? Wheezy baby. Uh, Brady. <laughs> Brady's, he, Gretzky. He did more. He did more after that. <laughs> I didn't hear the Gretzky. Oh my god. Yeah, he says Gretzky too. <laughs> It, does Wayne's World count? No, that's not. That doesn't count. No, because it's just uh, it's two words. There's more. Uh, what if what if there's an article in front of it? I like the boys on Amazon also. But is boys a? I mean, that's a. Yeah, it's like yeah. a. Could what, since it's often shortened to just Lucy, you could consider I Love Lucy, but oh, Wanda kind of. There we go. That mm. that's one. <laughs> I liked it. We're gonna keep. You guys remember the show Becker with Ted Danson? Yes, yeah. I do. I do remember that. Underrated show, pretty good show, I think. I think every show with Ted Danson is underrated, except Cheers. He, he is just classic American television. Well, I mean, even uh, Mr. Mayor that's on right now is great. Like I've, I've watched really a few like, episodes of that. Yeah, it's pretty it's, good. It's good. Like NBC and Ted Danson are a good mix. <laughs> he has, yeah. I mean, he's he will. So Ted Danson is the LeBron of network television. <laughs> so when he finally is done acting, Old he's going to yeah. own NBC. That's true. That's fair. Do you, by you the know, way, hey, did you guys hear that Le LeBron now owns part of the Red Sox? Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of really? crazy. I mean, that's how that's you do it. Weird it's, team for him to invest in. I think. I seriously I think, think he's going to invest in like every so team. He said he wants to own an NBA <laughs> franchise. He said he wants to own an NBA franchise. Oh, I have no doubt. Just based on that, the all-star game alone, he played yeah. 13 minutes and was like, all right, I picked all you guys go out go. there and win the game. And they mm -hmm. dominated. <laughs> um, before I lose the thought, uh, clearly the documentary on being a color commentator, or play, but just a commentator for basketball is going to just be called bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's has to. That well, <clears throat> I say that I, I, that part of me also recognizes that, we are of a somewhat younger crowd, and so Mike the, Green is kind of our our guy. But you know, the older we say crowd. That, but there are games that he's called that I did not realize that he was the commentator that he called that are like old. Like there are some young Kobe. I mean, he, Shaq was, he was games doing yeah, like yeah, he was doing early two thousands games, and I don't know how and long I, he's been doing the Knicks. Right. Um, so I don't. I didn't know about that at all. I guess you could do Marv Albert's. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna talk about uh what's his name the L A guy that retired uh, and then recently passed away, the guy that created the term slam dunk. You know, like you can't really get much more iconic than that. That's fair, like fair. okay, okay. Uh, what's but his still, name? See, I don't even remember his name. We're too young. I'm too young, and I'm yeah, also not young. from Los Angeles. So that's true. Jeremy, you are L A resident. You need to know this. I guess I need to it's, do my history. It's on your uh, again, your exam or what? I don't know. Whatever they make you do when you're there <laughs> to become an Angelino. Yeah, <laughs> I I got a little upset when you referred to that, and I know that that's how they refer to each other there because I also don't <laughs> like the term Oki. I just hate all those names. <laughs> you're all in the yeah. same steaming pot, which is America. <laughs> <laughs> I like Oklahoma better. Do you prefer Oki yeah. or uh, Oak City? Like they used to call I, us back in the I early, early yeah, national I TV violent. days. I get violent with Oak City pretty much. Oak City. Yeah. Like, they, they stopped that pretty quick, which yeah. I was well, thankful for. I think Mostly once they came here a few times. Well, yeah, it's like not. <laughs> yeah. We're not known for oak trees, dude. Like, yeah. the, do you it's even also, know what Oklahoma is? What it means? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Chris Weber said that a bunch when he first started calling games back when the thunder was starting to rise in like 2010. He used to say Oak city quite a bit. Yeah. I'd say that was happening around the same time that I was deciding that I didn't care about Chris Weber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did he, when did he retire? Mad. I'm going to Google it since you guys aren't Google. From uh, his playing days. Yeah. It was pretty recent. Uh, um, I would say tens, tens, definitely in the tens. I was going to say 2005, but that may be, a little too early because because the well i don't know because he that, that that prime kings team was the same time as the three pete lakers so 
2008. He retired okay. in 2008. He retired. So he he retired <laughs> just before the Thunder came to an existence. There March you go. of 2008. Probably never been to Oklahoma City ever in his life. Probably Except not. once he was commentating. He retired yeah, on March I mean. 25th yeah. and was his first game with TNT was March 27th. So he was instantly had a job. Well, he was one of those guys that was doing halftime with them while he was still a player. You know, like how Chauncey Billups and stuff did. Oh, yeah. 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 Some of those guys that D Wade started doing that, too. Yeah. Jalen Rose also. That's what everyone was sure. Jalen Rose was just like being hammered while doing it because they're like, what is this dude talking about? (laughs) I'm I'm I will forever be convinced that he drinks at least seven beers before every time he's on TV. <laughs> I noticed that he's not on TV very much anymore. So maybe he's... I think maybe it's because ESPN is just awful. It's like the worst <laughs> basketball coverage. It's really the worst sports coverage. They have nothing redeeming anymore. When Stuart Scott died, it was, it was all downhill from there, man. It's true. This is how we gain followers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> late, late, late talk to my school, Stu Scott. Yeah, maybe the the athletic or somebody like regional will pick us up. Where are you at, uh, Bill Simmons? Pick us up. We'll go for the ringer and we'll talk about how much I hate you. Well, hey, by the way, guys, <laughs> did you see the? It's not going to be Fox Sports Oklahoma anymore. It's going to be like Bally Oklahoma. They announced what? it during the last game, I think. Yeah, they're Ooh. changing something. Oh. I, I don't know. Mm. I, it may still be like Fox Man. Sports Oklahoma, but they're being called a different thing. Maybe it's a different sponsor. They better not make me know. download a new app and get used to a new app. No, they'll just change it like they changed everyone's CBS's apps to Paramount Plus. And then oh. I was like, oh, it's just CBS. And then I was like, I thought well, this was new. It's not. This is it's already the second version of the Fox Sports app. This is so, true. I don't know. I did not know that. I also have yeah, not been a I'm great pulling it up right now. A great Thunder fan of late. I've really not been paying attention to most of the games since the break. I've been indisposed. I My mean, mind has I've been, been elsewhere. Looking. Yeah, I've been seeing. I, and, uh, I still the, watch it. Yeah, I have it I on the, usually. I just I don't really listen, and I'm not super paying attention. Also, every time I pay attention, we get within like two points, and then I look again, and we're down by 18. So I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. I guess that's where we're I at mean, right now. I guess the last game that I didn't pay attention to at all was Atlanta. Which one you, you dropped out a bit? Oh, Atlanta. I guess that was the one oh. that was right after the pod because that has stuff to do right after the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I have all the information about the new Please network. enlighten us. So it's called Bally Sports. It's a collection of 19 regional sports networks, including Bally Sports SoCal and West. Are you saying Valley um, is in V? V no, is in Bally, Virginia? As in basketball. B is in boy. Yeah. B yeah. Bally. Isn't that like a casino or something? Bally's is a casino in Vegas. Ah. I don't know if that's related or not. Mm. That's a casino. That's the first hotel I stayed at when I went to Las Vegas for the first time, actually. Oh. Through lines. Starts on Fun March 31st. Mm. You will. We will have to download... Oh, no, 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 never mind. The Bally Sports app will launch when the network's reband on March 31st. The Fox Sports Go app will update to the all-new Bally Sports app. All right, there we go. There will be new graphics, music, and more. Music? I wonder, I wonder what that means for, uh, <laughs> for the, the studio crew, Nancy Lieberman, Lieberman and, and company. I hope it's it a means good that, point. I hope it means that Nancy Lieberman is going to replace Michael Cage. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have I wouldn't a problem with that. About that. I had <laughs> yeah. a dream about Michael Cage that you just <laughs> reminded me of. And on, mm-hmm. and it, very surprisingly, I have positive things to say okay. for whatever reason. I, it was a uh, buckle your seatbelts listeners. This is riveting. <laughs> um, <laughs> riveting podcast. I, I hope you already had the buckled if you're in your car, but if not, right. well, yeah, just ma- as long as your cars in drive, they should be buckled. You know, um, <laughs> he was for whatever reason, like there was a, a gathering of NBA players in like some high school gym and they were all in the stands and he was giving them like a talk about like the upcoming playoffs or something. I don't know, but he was doing it like kind of like a sermon and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really good. I was like, church oh, league. this is this is what he should be doing. He there he really go. meant it with the church league. He this is this is his calling. He needs to do this and get off my TV. He oh, probably yeah. is one of those dudes at church that like just wants to talk to every single person. Oh yeah, and shake yeah. every single person's hand. 
you know, that kind of dude. That's that's why I've kind of eased up on my dislike for how he does his job, you know, because I think he does the best he can. And at least he's <laughs> positive and has like a good outlook. Well, on I, th- things, I think I know? just like that our team and especially like Matt Pinto, they're all I mean, they are biased, but they're all extremely fair in their commentary. Matt Pinto will outright like put the thunder on blast on the radio. Sometimes I'm driving home oh, yeah. and I listen to a game and he's like, terrible, terrible sequence by the thunder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, that's right. not going to get it done. <laughs> exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. I, I like, view, that's grand. I view our guys and particularly Michael Cage like, uh, like you do a uh, little brother, you know, I'm allowed <laughs> to make fun of him and talk about how much I hate him. <laughs> But no one else yeah. is allowed to do anything because their situation's worse. And I know yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I never I've never I never hated Michael Cage and I've never really hated uh Brian Davis, you know. Um Oh yeah, but I, I like, like Brian I, Davis, I yeah. always wanted something different and better, but and I think Chris Fisher is that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I mean, just wanted I, Antonio I, Daniels. I, That's what I wanted. That's the yeah, reason I'm I salty, really, yeah. I Chris Chris Fisher and Antonio Daniels would have been just just would have been that the best. Been pretty nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's now thunder, over there thunder with trivia Kiwi. for you. Do you guys remember who uh, was Michael Cage's Grant Long? Yeah. That's right. Noted game thunder history. Well, I mean, oh, I, I waited remember. on him at, at Red Pin at several times. He came to Red Pin all the time. I, I don't remember what he sounds yeah. like. I would have to go back and watch some old highlights to remember that. Or like remember yeah, how he only is, hear uh, Michael Cage now. His, chem- his chemistry yeah. with Brian Davis. To be honest, Brian Davis is, and Michael Cage had a better chemistry than those two guys did, I think. Oh, definitely. I mm-hmm. absolutely agree with that. They were really, they worked really well. I, I say well with quotation marks around it, you know, together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's been so short since the last podcast. We don't really have anything to talk about, uh, listeners. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about this. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. It's over. Uh, thanks for listening yep. to Thunder Monday Ball podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta uh, cook up something good for the April Fool's episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll start thinking on that. Mm-hmm. Get those creative juices flowing. Oh, yep. I I I squeezed those out a long time ago. <laughs> I've been dry. Um, we do have some injuries to talk about. First, let's talk about Steph because I did forget about that one until Jeremy brought it up. Uh, my yeah, favorite recording. part of sports. Yeah, I just love uh, injuries. Injuries are the yeah. worst thing. There's a whole chapter in uh, Stephen Adams' biography, autobiography about injuries and what they do. And, uh, Man, he he's one to tell the story. Yep. And poor guy. And the recovery is mental as much as it is physical. You know. Yeah, and, and the mental part is also just being like cognitive of, well, I know that that doesn't feel as good as it used to, but you know, it's still fine. I know I'm going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah, Steven's like, my hand has never felt the same since I've heard that, like, never. And I'm like, that's for someone whose job it is to like be getting rebounds and like have to use the force with your hands in that particular situation is like just got to be not fun. I remember, yeah, so. I remember when that that injury happened. Because I remember mm. realizing afterward, like, oh, his hand has hurt. Because before, <laughs> like, he was unafraid to do anything. Like, he would slam it as hard as he possibly could. Yeah. And then after that, it's like uh, he's never, it's never been the same. And it seems like every single time he's ever played, he's had it wrapped up since yeah. then. Which I get, you know, I would too mm-hmm. if, if my hand hurt like that. Actually, I probably wouldn't be out on the court. <laughs> I, th- I think Did about like see? uh like Derek Rose. He he is my go-to when I think of injury yeah. and re- recovery because th- quite frankly, man, the fact that he is still in the NBA is just miraculous. Like yeah. I I don't I cannot even fathom having to go through one uh ligament tear that ruins a yeah. whole season, much less like 3 like the yeah. recovery that you have to do just to get back and then just to get injured again. Like what Clay Thompson's going through right now. Exactly. It, or in, like it's and un- we've seen it be we've seen it not go well. Like Brandon Roy. Like should yeah. have been a much bigger star. Just oh, an yeah. absolute shame. Like even Dane Odin, uh even yeah. Dane came out and said recently he was like, you know, Brandon Roy, if he had not gotten injured, he would be the greatest blazer ever. Which that's one of the things Dame said that I can respect for sure. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I'll never forget that game against Dallas in the playoffs. 
Man. Back in 2011. Ooh. Man. Eyes on fire, dude. He was not he was not human. I was taking a nap in my dorm room and I woke up <laughs> and it was like right at the beginning of the run. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Had the juice. Jeremy, are you about to ask a question? Did you guys see the Steph injury? I saw it and uh, it was very upsetting to look at. It looked pretty bad. I mean, he landed tailbone first. It yep. did not look pleasant. And I also don't, that's not a very common injury yeah. in the NBA. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the recovery time is like that. And Steve Kerr is being a little vague when he's talking to the media about it. Well, and so that one's uh We do that's know that a, he's out this weekend. Yeah. When that's did that injury, happen? Um, I think like Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. okay. Wednesday um, or Thursday, maybe. It just feels like those like that. Cause I've like bruised that, but not like done anything bad to it. And the bruise itself where like nothing is wrong. I just have extra blood in the wrong place there. Like that just is everything is uncomfortable. Like it's just uncomfortable without moving any muscles, muscle groups that that area is in. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, I don't know. You hope it's not a bone, like a real serious, like, bone bruise because then that you don't even know what normal feels like because you've never had pain there before. <laughs> yeah, know? totally. I mean, it's like near the central nervous system of your yeah, body, you know, like exactly. the end of your spine and everything. I feel like that affects not just that area, but the entire body. Oh, uh, also I can't, I can't of find spine, a clip of the injury, but I have a, there's a clip here of Steph walking into the arena with a cane. Yeah. And he looks fly, man. <laughs> he looks real fly with the cane it is the yeah. swaggeriest of all swagger man right here that is I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to you guys i tell you what guys you take Steph off that warriors team i don't think they're very good so i guess we'll oh, see no 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 yeah. i mean, play james wiseman him. is gonna be awesome this year's mm -hmm. i i'm sorry to interrupt i'm drinking so get, uh, forgive me guys um, <laughs> James, what this year's top three draft uh, picks, man, th this is going to be like, I'm not even going to remember the last few years draft picks, um, in the future. These guys are going to dominate the league. Oh yeah. Uh, no. In yeah, a, long, for sure. a long time moving forward. I'm, ex I'm excited for Anthony Lamella Edwards. Ball, yeah. I mean, Anthony the Edwards Ball. and James Wiseman. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say, I, I think I'm going to call it right now. One of those three is going to be an MVP. Oh, at least. I, I, that's not, I don't think that that's a, uh, even a hot take at all. The, these, these dudes can ball right now. Like that's, and they want to like, that's it's clear. LaMelo ball, just like basketball is in his veins. Uh, Thank goodness. Lonzo took all of the brunt of, of being a ball before he could come in. <laughs> I mean, that's right. He paved the way <laughs> it's you're impressing Michael Jordan. So, so <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. Like he, he also has that forever. He's on Michael Jordan's team and Michael Jordan's excited about it. That's that's all I would need to be able to keep working hard to get to a level where I'd be an MVP level player. I would be maybe the best so rookie terrified. Charlotte has ever had. Honestly, maybe I'm trying We'd to think have to of, look, look back at it. Was the Alonzo Mourning drafted by them? Is, is uh, Kemba. No, because he played for uh, he played for the heat I know he played, first. I know I think. he played for the heat, but I thought he was drafted by the, I thought uh, he went from the heat to Charlotte or maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember. Who are you talking about, Kimba? I say remember. Yeah. I wasn't inter interested Alonzo in basketball morning. when Alonzo Mourning was significant. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Kimba was drafted by Charlotte. Wasn't yeah, he? Kimba was the only one I could. Uh, I other uh, only the one I could think of. But I don't even yeah. think Kimba was this good as a rookie. Did he? No. He didn't win rookie he, of the year, close. did he? I don't think so. Uh, did we lose lose someone? Oh, welcome back to the pod. Something. Wow, okay. I Googled Kemba. That's not what I it's wanted okay. to see. I was right. It was drafted my birth year to the Charlotte Hornets. Alonzo Mourning? Yeah. Uh, Kemba. He did not win rookie, rookie of the year. Because he was, he was drafted in 2011. I think Kyrie won that year, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to remember Kyrie being a rookie. <laughs> Because it never back felt whenever like he was everyone a only liked Kyrie, yeah, he was only fun. Yeah, he was rookie of the year that year. But that doesn't yeah, mean that Alonzo that Morning wasn't Cleveland amazing. Was bad, 
player. I, I just remember that he was drafted by them. I don't remember how his rookie season went because I could not read or empathize <laughs> or anything. It was all about me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the two most important skills in life. Exactly. <laughs> we were talking uh, about injuries. Yeah, because um, the Steph Curry one. Um, That's I, right. What's the yeah? Jeremy was asking what the timetable is for that. I guess we could look up. I don't know. I I mean I I've dreams I've and looked, research. And I'm not seeing subjects of this podcast. Just that Steve Kerr said that he was going to be out this weekend for for the games. You know, I think the Warriors had two games this weekend. He's very he doubtful kind of versus Grizzlies it. today, which me, me, makes me think that it's probably not going to be a, a very long injury if they're already talking about like game game to game, you know? Yeah. And it just yeah. says contusion. So, right. Um, I'm thinking this one is probably not going to be nearly as severe as LeBron's injury. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to have a positive outlook on LeBron's injury too. Maybe it'll just be two or three weeks. Here's you know? here's my thinking because they came out and said indefinitely, and I can almost bet that LeBron probably could play like the next game if he wanted to, but mm-hmm. he's also 36 and he's gonna think you know we're not gonna fall out of the playoffs if I don't play. So well, I, let's it's, just it's let's that. just go and I'll be ready for the playoffs. It's that and think about it. he was already, I mean, he wasn't resting, but his minutes, you know, he, he wasn't playing a ton of minutes. So it didn't make sense for him to go to a recovery and then play minutes in a basketball. You know what I mean? Like right. spend his energy legitimately recovering well. And I, then I, would, I think he would probably play maybe less minutes and, and more relaxed if AD was playing. But without AD, because, the, you know, so much falls on him. I think he's probably just decided, you know, we're going to toss these games and let the well, other guys see if they can, they can pull them out. And honestly, Schroeder and, and Harold can win games. I was going to say the Schroeder show is going to be amazing. Yeah. It was Schroeder, by the way, who uh, Rondo pushed the ball into his uh, forehead. Yeah. Which now, yeah, I, now right. I understand why you got upset. I already got upset at that too. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. I got uh, Alonzo mornings, rookie numbers. They're pretty okay. interesting. Okay. Average t- 21 points. Okay. Averaged uh, <laughs> three and a half blocks. His rookie blocks season were three inflated and a half back then. More, yeah. more people went to the rim. Yeah, but pretty good. I mean, 51% shooting. You uh, know, I'm still holding that in high shooting. regard. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. So I don't, I don't know. I think probably LaMelo Ball is probably the best yeah. rookie that Charlotte has ever had. I guess we could do a deep dive, but I can't really think of anyone else off the top of my head. Yeah. The only other, the only could other question Kobe. I, yeah, could have been the, the, the only other question or the only other thing I have to compare that or to talk, whatever the words I'm trying to say are, um, was Kemba's team as good as this year's Charlotte team? And I, the answer is almost certainly no, no, this no. year's Charlotte team, even without LaMelo is actually somewhat kind of sort of decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Gordon Hayward. The, the fact that there's this, no, there's another star there at all is a big deal. Who's so, still putting people yeah. on posters, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it it does make was, it a little easier on him, but all that's the still roster think he for probably Alonzo Mourning. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Was that when Larry Johnson was there? Grandmama. Uh, I don't know. He might have been in the Knicks already. I thought, the Knicks. To, I thought he went to. I thought he went to Phoenix. Play with Charles Barkley. I feel like both are true. Mugsy Bogues. Yeah. Del Curry. Okay. Oh, so Del- there we stop. Okay. We've already, they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kendall Gill. Larry Johnson was also on that team. Okay. Never I just, mind. That uh, team was better. This is better. no other names. This is the most that any three people outside of the state of North Carolina have ever talked about the Charlotte Hornets ever <laughs> in one short amount of time. But I'm looking for what their record was, 44 and 38, the team was in the regular season. All right. Okay. What was Kemba's record? <laughs> <laughs> Let's look it up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's interesting. So here, I have a question for you guys. So like, clearly, like I'm saying those players were also pretty near their prime uh, for Alonzo Morning's team. Kemba's so season the, was the worst of all time. It was that season. 
Oh, gotcha. The Do you guys <laughs> think it's more difficult to have the numbers that Alonzo Mourning had whenever all those other guys are on the team or easier because the team is so good and they can find him in the spots that he needs, you know? I think Probably there's, there's easier some... back then, the way the game flowed back then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had to have a, a, a good center, yeah. you know, that was uh, very good in the paint center uh, in the 90s. You couldn't. You couldn't get away with what happens now, you know? Yeah. So I think that it's possible that I think that it's possible that that team was better, but that also makes his numbers easier to achieve. Yeah. I think there is a balance though. Like there's a middle ground because if your team is really bad, you can have great numbers. Uh, and if your team is really good, you're probably going to have great numbers in the middle <laughs> yeah. though. You might not, you know, well, it's that's like probably Romulo. indicative of the record is a good floor general, but people have to be able to make shots. Um, he, he finds them in great places. So mm-hmm. man on this, uh, Kimba's rookie team, there's a bunch of Oklahoma connections. Eduardo Nahara. Yes. Remember when he played for OU, he played for that team. <laughs> and then also DJ white and Byron Mullins. They yeah. were on that very first thunder team. Remember those guys? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I care the most about funny. that. what uh, first of all, come on listeners. You just got an Eduardo Nahara drop on this podcast in 2021. <laughs> if we haven't solidified oh, ourselves as Oklahoman, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I remember, I've known his name since like second grade when he right? played for OU. Those OU I teams, remember. man, Hollis Price and Qantas White and Ebi Era. <sighs> Carl, man. there was like a Carl on one of those OU te- teams that was really good too. I can't remember. Darius. Now I'm going to have to look up one of those OU rosters. <laughs> well, that's a different pod. Uh, oh man. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do when I'm done with 2k. I'm just going to create all these players and make the OU team that I, of my dreams, <laughs> the all OU teams going to have Blake Griffin. <laughs> it's going to have uh buddy. Harvey Hill, Grant. Trey Young. <laughs> Harvey Grant's going to be on the team. Two face. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Jeremy uh, Grant's dad. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say Horace, but I was like, no, that's his uncle. Too many grants. A lot of grants in the NBA. Uh, so yeah, LeBron is out, and as I mentioned before, that has now prompted all of the betters to put Jokic over the top of the MVP discussion, which is perfectly playing into my plan because I <laughs> predicted right. him as MVP at the beginning of the season. So Let now me just put this out there that if Jokic wins MVP, I'm totally here for it. I mean, oh I yeah, I'm a player that totally deserves it. When, when was the last time a true center won MVP Shaq? Yeah, that's a good point. Shaq. Probably Shaq. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say Shaq. I guess you could probably, you could make an argument for Tim Duncan or even Dirk Nowitzki, but they're both power forwards, really. Nah, yeah. Even though they played forwards. a lot of center in their careers, but you know, there's no debating Dirk about especially. what uh, Jokic is. He's a center. He's a point center. I mean, he's the point center. Um, yeah, I was I was looking at that because I overlooked all of our predictions, and I'm like, man, we can only lose 15 more games for me to be right. <laughs> Who Which, else is on the MVP ladder right now? So Jokic is uh, at. Plus one fifteen odds, which I believe means if you bet a hundred dollars, you will win a hundred and fifteen dollars, which means you gain fifteen dollars. <laughs> I don't understand why they do the betting number system like this. I'm not a better, so but I think that's what it means. Next on the list is LeBron at plus five hundred. And then they got Joel Embiid, Giannis, James Harden, Curry, Luca, Dame, and Kawhi. And quite so frankly, still I think, up there. yeah, I, I kind of think Dame is getting the short end of the stick here again. I would agree. Um, he's yeah, but here's the thing: the reason he's getting the short end is because CJ is also having a pretty good season. Well, didn't, didn't he just come back? Didn't CJ just uh, come back, or isn't he isn't he coming back like? Like he's definitely soon. played. He's definitely at least played the last two games because I've seen his numbers and been like, "Oh, oh, wow. he has." Okay, so yeah, yeah he, I was gonna say I saw that he had just come back. Yeah, like a a lot of people had a high scoring, no turnover game last night when I was going through looking at stats, and I was like, "Oh, okay." 
it's almost like uh, half the season is gone and now we're having a real season. <laughs> when are they going to make up all these games, by the way, guys? I'm just looking at the standings right now. I mean, the Grizzlies are ahead of us in the standings, but we've played like three more games than they have. I think yeah. that they, they, they scheduled all of them in the second half. Because I remember, I remember reading so they that they put them on the schedule like right now. Yeah, I remember reading okay. that the Spurs have like an insanely difficult schedule the second <laughs> half because they missed so many games in the first half. They have, they have like something like six or seven more games than the average team. Oh in yeah, the second half because, of the schedule because they have played thirty nine games and we have played. Well, we've only played two not- more. Yeah, I guess there's not that much of a difference. Yeah. Feels more significant than it actually is. Mm-hmm. How many the Wizards, they had so many games canceled. They've only they've played 40 games already. That's crazy. I they worked in those games and made them up. I mean, Utah of, played 41 games, so Yeah. That yeah. So I guess yeah, they're catching up. Most teams it seems like have similar amount of games that they played. The Pistons have only played no, they've played 41. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. played 41. Dang. <laughs> it's, it's All right. Tough. Well, good for you, Adam Silver, for working that out. When you see those 29 losses, you're, you're like, oh, okay. Clearly, they haven't played enough games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they That's have, how many times the Rockets have lost, too. That's who yeah. we played today. Mm-hmm. It's it's so nice when I look at Philly and it's 29 and 13, and then I go all the way down and I look at Detroit and they're 12 and 29. Mm-hmm. Detroit needs to win a game <laughs> and then it'll be perfect. That's right. Perfectly yes. reversed. Has Hami played for them yet? I haven't looked. I don't know. I think, I think he I has. did look I don't a think few he has. games ago. And he, he doesn't even have played. a number on basketball reference. So Yeah, I think oh, okay. that uh, yeah. Blake starts tonight, though. Not starts, but plays tonight. Oh, okay. I'm, I would imagine in Detroit they're going to take their sweet time. You know, <laughs> there's absolutely no rush. Yeah. I they mean, don't they, have they gotta make the hope the, playoffs. Yeah, they got to <laughs> make the play in, though, so. So. Yeah, <laughs> you think they're gonna go for it? <laughs> what, what what is it gonna take to get to the playing game in the East? <laughs> Looks like uh, all I'm saying is four games <laughs> under 500, so they gotta win. I fully expect Washington to make the play-in <laughs> tournament. I fully expect them to make it. Yeah, they're, they're the going to make started. it. I think Washington's going to make the playoffs. I, it's just, I, I love man, so I much. Really, I really, really hope so. I really hope so. They have not. I also feel like they've been playing better, even though they've had some losses. They've been playing better the past month than well, they were. They the lost five in a row mm-hmm. uh, earlier this month. They've actually only won two games in the whole month of March. There, there are six and two, or two and six, and which is still not great. only in twelve. Still only in twelve. When you got two people tied for seventh and ninth, they and beat quick. Utah. Yeah, on Thursday, sure they're at Brooklyn today. So that was yeah, the game that Russ great. had that real sexy stat line, right? Didn't he have yes. like 35, 15, and thirteen in a game this with week? like one turnover or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Man. It was beautiful, beautiful shot. Great I'm, from three. I'm just gonna yeah. go look at Russell Westbrook stats now because that <laughs> makes me happy. Yep. Let's yeah. see. Oh yeah, I don't know if oh, I've told you guys. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I can what? hear the smile on your face. <laughs> it's wonderful. What's up, Jeremy? <laughs> I don't know if I told you guys, but I think Julie and I are going to try to go to the Utah Jazz game where they play the Thunder in Salt Lake City next month. Oh, cool. Nice. And it, it's on a Tuesday, and Monday, the Utah Jazz play the Wizards. So I'm going to look at the schedule and see if it's possible catch we both. could go see Russell play, too. But, nice. but if it's like on the second night of a back-to-back, you know? He might not play. Yeah, he, he may not play. hasn't been playing. So... I. Honestly, if Russell's not well, playing, I don't think he it'll did. be totally worth he, it. So he did. He has actually played. He played on the 12th and the 13th and the 17th and the 18th. So I think, yeah, I think since I, uh, they've been losing, he's been playing on those back-to-backs. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say. Scotty was like, listen, Russell. Well, no, I bet Russell's playoffs, probably right? like, Scott, 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 uh, just <laughs> go sit down. We're going to do this the old way. Just go sit yeah. down. I'll, I'll, I'll call the shots. I got this, Scotty. <laughs> Man, they've had all those games are all home games, five home games in a row. That's, That's not good. I think they're at Brooklyn tonight. Yeah. Even though they lost five in a row, though, you think about where they were at the beginning of the season, you know, like three and 
whatever they were, three and fourteen or whatever. I I think that <laughs> they they are climbing. I mean, it's not a, a perfect ascension, but they are climbing. Let me look here. What are we What are we looking at? I would Advanced totally agree. Ratings. That's I love it, man. I I I they're gonna make it, but I think that's I think he's gonna be playing more just because of this playoff push. It makes yeah. more sense. I mean, Russ like, likes playing from behind too. He's likes yeah. playing from behind his entire career, and he wants Scotty to keep his job. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's we haven't really talked about that, but yeah, if the Wizards have a disappointing ending to the season here, I think Scotty's definitely gone. Yeah, maybe so. even if if they do have a pretty surprising nice ending to the season, like maybe get to the playoffs, maybe even get to the second round somehow. Like mm-hmm. even then I think Scotty might be gone after that. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I think that Rui has really uh, benefited from Russell being on the team. I've seen a, a lot of different clips of Russ kind of coaching him. Clearly he's taken him under his wing, which is good. Cause that's what Rui needs. I, yeah. I'm excited about him. I think he's going to be good. I think he's yeah. going to be a really good player in the league. Not, not like a star, but I think he'll be a, a really nice player in the league to watch. Sure. Washington is in a very weird situation because like by the time Rui is good, Brad is not going to be in his prime anymore. And Russ will probably be retired. You know, even if that's assuming Russ doesn't leave Washington, which I think is very, uh, very doubtful. He will be gone from Washington at some point before he retires. So like I don't yeah, understand I, what I don't, I don't know what Washington is doing honestly and I know that it, it's easy to say that because at the beginning of the season I was like this is perfect this is great Russ is going to go there it's going to be great whatever but they, it hasn't uh, turned out to be as good as as anyone had hoped or at least as, as good as I had hoped um so I don't I don't really know man like I I I think that they're going to get to the playoffs this year but you know unless Bradley Beal just completely ascends into like best player in the league status for the playoffs. I don't see them getting very far and you know, it's not like the team's going to be all that better next year. I don't so know what I, their, I, I don't really know what, what's going to happen with them with their cap situation is like, um, or their, even their roster or their asset situation is like, I wonder if they make a move before Tuesday. They have currently, uh, and you got to remember that Thomas Bryant is out. They're supposed to have Thomas Bryant and they don't have him right now. So. That is true. They have 134 million on the books this season, which as far as I know is, oh yeah, that's 25 million above the cap right now. Yikes. So that's a lot. That's a whole lot. So they're in a tough spot just anyway. So that makes sense. I, I just want to say something real quick that is interesting that I've never seen before. There's a new stat on basketball reference called true shooting points added by overall shooting. And <laughs> Bradley Beal, his number in that field is 64.2. Uh, and most players are under him considerably third, 26, 26, 24, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at Russ's number and Russ's number is negative 100. There you go. <laughs> Which I don't even really know. Like I can't exactly comprehend what that means, but I think that pretty much says that Russ is not a good shooter, which obviously we knew that, but I just think it's comical that <laughs> like the next worst person on the team is Ish Smith at negative 41. Like Russ is an entire <laughs> Bradley Beal worse than Ish Smith in this category of stat, whatever. Anyway, what's the name of the stat line again? It's under adjusted shooting and it's the very far right column. It says TS add, but then the description, it says points added by overall shooting, the number of extra points added by true shot attempts made above league average. So there's a lot to parse there. Yeah. I don't even understand that. I'd have to think about that. All I know is Russ is minus 100.8 and that's, not not it's not good whatever it is so we don't good. even need to be interested in it really I, mean. I just think it's i was i saw it i was like wait oh wow well i'll also put it this way i mean bradley bill has had a higher uh ranking of that in 2016 2017 he was a 152.3 in that category wow 152.3 yeah 
Wow. Yeah, I don't. I, I, mean, I, I have no idea what the what the averages are for that. You know, whatever it is, Ish Smith was minus eighty last year, so whatever. Uh, yeah, trade deadline is Tuesday. Tuesday, one of my favorite days of the year. Honestly, it's always action packed. Always fun to see what all happens. There'll be some stuff that I think is predictable, but also there will be some stuff that is just off the wall because it seems like trade deadline day always has that. But concerning we, the Thunder, go ahead, Eddie. I was just going to say, we've not seen a major trade so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Thunder has done the most action, and really it's just been Hamadou Diallo and the Myers-Leonard thing. That's about it so I feel far. like the, the next level. Excuse like me, the, the, se- the second rounder thing? Jeremy, that's the second rounder trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. The we PJ don't discuss. trade would be the he, next he, high, he high profile. Not, not be named. That's true, yeah. Honestly, that one's probably the biggest deal of all of them because it actually will oh, considerably yeah. help Milwaukee to the bucks. Yeah. Yep. I actually, I actually I'm excited that about we, that. Really? I am. Yeah. Even though PJ Tucker made me punch a TV in the playoffs last year. Like I think that he, I think that Giannis will dig him on the team and I think that he will help them. I, at the very least, it will allow Giannis a little bit of freedom to not always have to be in the lane on defense. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And PJ Tucker's pretty good at those corner threes, as right. we well know as Thunder fans. So that that can help too when Giannis draws those defenses trying driving to the rim, you know. Cause now he's got uh, uh Middleton and PJ Tucker that and other guys too that could easily drain a three, you know, when he's drawing defenses. What do we think uh is gonna be the big or is there gonna be a big uh deadline blockbuster deal? I mean, we kind of already sort of had the blockbuster deal of the season with James Harden, but that yeah. happened way earlier. Is there going to be something big, do we think? And if so, is it going to come from the Thunder? I, I tend to think that if it's going to happen, it will probably happen, involve us in some way. Yeah, I, I think Sam is going to be active for sure. As far as like a blockbuster type trade, I think some team would really have to want Al Horford to take on his contract and really have confidence in him that he could help in the postseason because he's got a pretty hefty contract right now. But Sam could get back some goodies, and we know Sam is good about that. If you find someone that really needs Al Horford, he could get back some goodies. I saw another tweet today about someone else that I had not expected was interested in um, Oladipo. I think it was Detroit, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sam Weaver just loading up on all those Thunder players. Former Thunder players. I dig it. I'm here for it. I mean, I don't really want that for Depot. I'd rather him go to Miami. Um, but, yeah. you know. He would look sick in a Miami Heat jersey, I bet. Yeah. Well, that that pink one. Know. Oof. The Vice yeah. City one. <laughs> we yeah. were real good. Or Miami Knights, whatever you call it. I think, guys, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I think Mike Muscala is going to be gone. I think that his value right now is at an all-time high, and I think that they have been trying to conserve his minutes a little bit. I know we talked about it last week, and we looked, and they were generally the same, but I think clearly his role has been diminished a little bit off the bench. Sure. I think that they're trying to conserve him. I, I think that lots of teams could use him You know, 12 to 15 minutes in the postseason. I think he will be traded to a contender. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Do you have any specific one you think? No, not really. I mean, lots of teams could use him, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that I mean, I I think we've established that he would make any contending team better, even if it's just a small amount. Yeah. You know, honestly, like I think about the Knicks. And the Knicks made me so mad the other day when the Thunder played them. Because I don't know why. They were just annoying. But it looks like by the numbers, they might make the playoffs this year. They might officially break that barrier. It's been years since they've done that, since Carmelo Anthony was on the team. And I feel like maybe they'd like to load up with some players like Mike Muscala, some veterans in the league that could help them in the postseason. Because the thing is, they're young guys. Julius Randle, I mean, haven't sniffed the playoffs. Haven't even gotten close. And we've learned that playoffs are a different deal. I mean, you need some experience to be able to beat a team four times in a row in that kind of environment, you know? So I could see that working out. I mean, 
gosh, I could see him. That's a very actually, interesting one. Actually, I had not yeah. really thought about him in New York. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think it would be really cool if we were to send both him and George Hill to New York and like, let, let, let those guys help that young New York team. See if they can't make some actual noise in the first round, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe they, they can get it in the first round. Veteran presence. I mean, who are the veterans on that team? Nerlens Noel. I mean, he's got some experience. Julius Randall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Julius Randall hasn't even played a playoff game in his entire I know, career, but he's, know? he's, I, I, he, I mean, he's been in a league for a number of years, but yeah, he doesn't have he the playoff experience. Yeah. It's hard to imagine. He was Kobe's teammate. Yeah. He was on the floor the night of the 60 points. That's right. Victor, are you still with us? Yep. Oh, okay. Good. Thought you had dropped off. I mean, if if Mike Muscala gets traded to a place that I feel like he's going to excel, I will be absolutely fine with it, obviously. Um, I just I just have that feeling. I really do. The way that they're playing him, the way that they're using him in games, plus how well he's played this season, statistically his best season, I think that uh, that could happen. But... Any player, I think, is could be on the chopping block besides Shea and Dort and Teo. We talked about that last week on the pod. I, I think that's totally true. Outside of the Thunder, who, who, who do you see anything big happening somewhere else in the league? I know that we, we talked last week about Washington and about how there was some veiled rumors about Russ being traded that ended up uh, not being necessarily true, but do you guys, do you think that maybe they completely, uh, you know, throw everyone for a loop and trade Brad? I mean, that would certainly yeah. be a humongous blockbuster deal. That would happen. That would be very surprising. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think that the wizards are going to do everything they can do to try to get someone that can help, you know, win some more regular season games too, and put them in better position to make the uh, postseason, but honestly, it's hard for me to believe. We talked about the Russell Westbrook trade rumors last week. It's hard for me to believe any team would trade for him because his contract is so big and they would have to kind of completely disrupt their current roster, you know? And I think any team that is like has championship aspirations that would want to go for him, like the Clippers, I don't think they'd want to interrupt their, their roster that much because they've gelled a little bit better this season than last. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think it would, it would not be a smart move, right? Because then you just have Russell and Rui, and depending on what they get back, it's got to be Bradley Bill level or better. What about Moose in Washington? That's not bad. You say what? I, I think a lot of people could go to Washington, and it would help yeah. them. Um, I think the general consensus is Washington needs maybe a little bit of help. I <laughs> well, saw yeah, I mean, a uh, an athletic article from Fred Katz that well I could not read the article because I'm not subscribed to athletic the thumbnail was of George Hill so that leads me to believe that at some point in there where they were discussing George Hill to Washington which I think would be good much I've like heard him to there and him to Milwaukee also but I think Didn't that Miami he, probably makes the biggest deal either Miami or Indiana yeah I, think, I heard someone was talking about uh Miles Turner yeah, about they're they're thinking about trading him. Well, I don't know why sucks. they would do All that. All this sucks for Danny Ainge because Danny Ainge really needs to make a move. But the problem is that everyone knows what his trade exception was. So, like any move that he makes needs to be better than the combination of Miles Turner and Doug McDermott, which is like difficult to pull off right now. Yeah, <laughs> I think Al Horford would really help Boston. <laughs> I think I he think would he really did, help. He he, he did yeah. not work with them when he was there. Wasn't that the season Kyrie was there? Yeah. 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 I, I think, think that so. was probably why he did not work well with him. I think he would help them right now, but I don't know that it would, it would make sense financially. Yeah. Based He's on making, what, uh, how, how much is he making Al Horford? I think it's like 14 million this year. No, I think he's like 28 million. Yeah. He's a, he's like, oh, really? he's, he's on, like a, he's yeah, on a max that deal. last con. Yeah. That last contract he signed was That was the Boston one. He and oh, Russ yeah, are making yeah. very similar money. Yeah. Because that's kind of crazy to think he's making 27 and a half mil mil this year, 27 next and 26, five the next year. Mm -hmm. 
So his is going yeah. down, unlike Russ, which is going up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh yeah. Based on what um, I don't know if you guys saw what Marcus Smart recently said. He made this comment about how the team's window is closing. Yeah, and it is. some people have been talking about that. Um, and it's an interesting choice of words, considering that the two stars on that team are not even 25 years old yet mm-hmm. to say that the team's window is closing. I mean, they're all fairly young, but especially their two stars are young. I think he's it just makes, the, it, the style of play, you know? Like, well, some people are saying that it could be not the players. It could be Brad Stevens and or Danny Ainge yeah. that will no longer be there, which would definitely shake up the league because I, I can guarantee be, you if either of those guys are on the free market, they're going to get picked up by some other franchise. Yeah, I think it's going to be Danny Ainge that's going to be gone. And I would not be surprised if Danny Ainge ended up like in Houston or something like that. <laughs> or Ooh. like, you know what I mean? Who is the GM in Houston now? Do they hire a, a full-time GM yet? I don't remember I don't what that, what that ended question. up being. I know they hired what's-his-name as a coach, and they're probably going to stick with him moving forward. But Steven My only other thought with, with Danny Ainge was Phoenix, but um, they've got... Um, who is their, their GM Jones. now? Uh, uh, yeah, Jones. Uh, no. Yeah, J- James Jones. So I don't think that they, they need to do anything with, with Danny Ainge. Yeah, some nobody is their G or their GM at Houston, Raphael Stone. Maybe we'll hear Chris Fisher talk about that a little bit today when the Thunder play them here in a few minutes. Danny Ainge could be good in Minnesota. Yeah, they need a whole lift. They need a new ownership. They need they need yeah, to, they, they need everything. <laughs> they need a complete <laughs> overhaul. LeBron yeah. needs just to, like needs Phoenix to give needed, up his stake you know? in the Red Sox and buy the Timberwolves. Mm. That's what he needs to do. They need something, man. Poor cat. Here's oh, a, here's, I'm just now seeing the Steph Curry Kane video. <laughs> it's great. It's great, man. That's I need the I need a a, a early '90s uh, G Funk beat playing <laughs> yeah. behind that thing. Even though he's wearing a mask, I can tell he's probably just smiling. Oh he's yeah, just happy that he has the cane. He's like, I don't, I, even, I don't even need this, but you know, why not? <laughs> uh, it's like the, it's like the lensless glasses that Russ and Kevin used to wear. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. With yep. the, ba- the freaking backpack. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a time. Here's a fun That's fact good. related to our, our previous discussion of injuries. Joel Embiid has played 240 regular season games, which is less than go. three full seasons of basketball. That's right. And yeah, he was drafted when, like 2014. <laughs> That's why I honestly was really upset because he like hit this season. He was just like, <laughs> it was he's scary this season. So we'll see yeah. how he comes back. No, he, but, he like, he's finally terrifying. he's finally figured out how to dominate. You know the process. It's the, this is this is what <laughs> everyone has been talking about and why everyone's been giving him uh, some patience. You know, mm-hmm. I just think it's amazing. He's only played that many games. I mean, Russ played that many games in his first three seasons in the NBA. And then he played that many games in his second three seasons in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only other team that uh, I wanted to talk about with trades, uh, San Antonio. Because... Yeah, do you think Aldridge is gone? Yeah, no, he is gone. They've already said. No, they already said that. Like, they're... Something's got to happen. I mean, they got to do it. They got to pull the trigger. I I haven't heard any rumors as to where... Uh, only that he is gone. I just don't, uh, you know, I don't know, you know where it makes sense a, for him for, a, from a basketball standpoint, it would, it sure would be fun if he went back to Portland. I really, that's the place that I, I love yeah. and hate for, for that. To I happen. think that he could help the warriors too. Why doesn't he I go like to Boston? His skill set would be good for the warriors. That's a good thought. That's a good idea. That's, that's interesting. That's interesting. He definitely How much does he make that they don't have. Let me pull up their uh, contract. It's so interesting to me that they're going to trade a star player right now, and they're the seventh seed. Like it's that seems really, uh, unless he just hasn't been playing that much. I think it just means that they don't want him. I think the Spurs know when it's going to happen or not. You know, (laughs) like a successful postseason, they've had enough experience. That's true. 
this year they're probably like, you know what? It's probably better if we. So just, what if the I trade mean, is they Boston trades the messenger and Marcus Smart goes away? <laughs> oh, and then like and then like maybe a draft pick in a Taco Fall or something like that, um, and then they get Lamarcus Aldridge and some money or whatever. I want to give Taco Fall a hug sometime because <laughs> I don't. I just don't know how it would work because his arms are so long and he's so tall. It would I be uncomfortable. He, I feel like it'd be an uncomfortable. He's almost hug. two feet taller than I am. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> LMA uh, is making twenty four million this year, and he's yeah, on an expiring. But, yeah, so expiring. is DeRozan. DeRozan's making twenty eight, and he's on an expiring. So maybe they're going to rebuild. Uh, maybe they're just like, I hey, like is it worth it to go I think lose it's about in the playoffs? Time. Well, here I don't think they're going to trade DeRozan. I don't think anyone's going to want to pay that for what he brings because he's a ball dominant guy, and I don't think that he would make any team, any contending team, better. I, I honestly kind of feel the same way about Lamarcus, though. Like I, Lamarcus doesn't I really bring a whole lot defensively. He can, I mean, he is money from the mid range. They're both money from the mid range, but who in the world wants that, especially I mean, on a contending team? All you did was make San Antonio's point. So we got two dudes. I mean, I, no, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. But hey, they, they're the ones that did it. <laughs> you know, they, they brought it on themselves. They traded for both those guys. It's I mean, I understand the other that person they, they, on that team is Rudy Gay. Who's also the same thing. <laughs> right? No, it's like they have the most two thousands basketball team ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have Murray, especially with Rudy Gay. Yeah. Uh, Murray is signed for four se- for three more seasons. So, their future is already set. They already have put their eggs in that basket. Um, he's good too. But I, I think he's I, I could totally better. see if it doesn't happen at the trade deadline. I could see DeRozan, Aldridge, Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, all those guys being gone after this season. I mean, they're all old, really old 31, 35, 34, and 32. Um, and I think every one of them, well, I take that back. I think Patty Mills could make a contending team better. I yeah. don't necessarily think those other three guys could, but I think that I think, people like uh, Pertle as much as he gets dunked on. I think people like him a lot. Yeah. They, well, they've got him signed for two more seasons after this. So I, I think he, he, he'll end up being there a little bit longer, but it's possible they, they throw him in with one of those other guys as an enticing, you know, uh, a little piece of bait as it were. Yeah. As, as he shoots. Oh, he doesn't shoot. I would like LaMarcus in Boston. I think that would be okay. I'm not sure it really solves their problem. Um, You know, he's not like the best rebounder in the world. He's really not a great rim protector, but he would be an extra option on offense, which I suppose would help them because it would allow some more freedom for the two uh, Jays. (laughs) Yeah. But um, other than that, Nostalgia says I want him to go to back to Portland. I'm not sure yeah. they have room for him though, and they've got a pretty. Yeah, I, I mean think they'd have they, to trade either yeah. Ennis or Carmelo. I think you know. Ooh, man! Maybe not Carmelo because Carmelo's about contract making is probably two, pretty cheap. The, the 2000s team even more 2000s. <laughs> DeRozan, <laughs> Carmelo, Anthony, and Rudy Gay all on the same team. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! You guys are going to get pump faked to oblivion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Ennis Canner's special pump fake. He's he's pretty good at that. <laughs> Ennis might actually he could I think he could help the Spurs. That's from from a, a a player standpoint, that trade makes a little bit of sense to me. The numbers yeah. don't work because Ennis isn't making twenty four million. Yeah, but he could help them. I think Ennis could help pretty much any team though. I you you guys know my feelings about Ennis. I'm a fan. I mean, just simply because of rebounding. You know, any team that needs help rebounding, he's going to help. But also, he can still score. Not not with the ease that he once was able to, but he can still, you know, be relied on to score some points. Well, when he doesn't have Russell Westbrook to feed him the ball and rebounds, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, less true. likely to get some some shots. I don't know. Man, guys, our Thunder play in a few minutes here. Should we uh, wrap this up? Watch them take on the 11 and 29 Houston Rockets. No, I think, I think we should, we should start, uh, you know, outlining our uh, oral history of the Charlotte Hornets franchise some more. (laughs) We can completely rebrand the show since that's such an interesting topic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Well, some fun games this week, starting off with the Rockets here in a few minutes. Anything else, guys? Uh, I think I'm good. All good. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Thunder Moneyball podcast. Follow us on social media at podcast underscore thunder on Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy the games and enjoy your life. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.